On Wednesday, June 18th edition, the MLB sends 60-game proposal to the players, the U.S. Open for tennis will be played in 2020, the NBA safety plan, and much more. The NBA has announced they will not require players or coaches to wear masks. According to Sham Sharona of The Athletic and Stadium, players and coaches that sit on the front row of the bench will not be required to wear masks during games, but will be highly recommended by the league. Sharona also reported coaches and players that sit in the second row will be required to wear masks and sit six feet apart from each other. Teams will start testing players for coronavirus on June 23rd through the rest of the season, which could end on October 12th if the finals were to go to Game 7. According to ESPN's Zach Lowe, team staff and players will be given an option to wear a ring that tracks heart and respiration rate. The ring will be able to tell if a player or team member is at a high risk of testing positive for COVID-19. Any member of the team that travels to Orlando will be prohibited to leave the bubble environment. However, the ESPN complex that has over 23 acres will feature a plethora of options for team members to be able to enjoy and feel some normalcy. It is reported that three coaches who are over 65 will not be required to wear a mask and even will be able to participate if they so choose to. Two weeks ago, Commissioner Adam Silver was entertaining the idea of not allowing coaches over 65 to participate at the ESPN complex at Walt Disney World to protect them from contracting the coronavirus. Reported first by The Athletic, the referees will also not be required to wear a mask. According to the league's health and safety manual, every team member and guest will be authorized in writing they will follow all rules of the league during their stay at Disney World in Orlando, Florida. The NBA announced their safety plan for return to play in Orlando, Florida. The league will test players, coaches, and staff members when they travel to the ESPN complex in Walt Disney World. On Tuesday, the NBA sent a 113-page memo to players regarding health and safety when the league returns. Players will not be punished for not participating in the season restart on July 30th. However, they will not be paid for all the games they miss. Players who are at high risk are not permitted to travel with the team while still receiving their checks, and players who are out for the season will also not travel. Players will need to inform the league they will participate in the season's restart by June 24th. Commissioner Adam Silver stated, This campus environment is not for everyone. Teams will begin testing every employee in the organization every other day starting on June 23rd, and when they arrive at the ESPN Complex in Walt Disney World, they will be tested daily. Teams that will travel to Orlando will arrive around June 7th and will be quarantined immediately in their hotel rooms for 48 hours until their tests come back negative. If players, coaches, and staff members test positive for the coronavirus, they'll be quarantined in the house away from the NBA campus. They will be tested a second time as soon as possible in case the first test was false. If the second test is negative, they will be quarantined for 48 hours, and when they show no symptoms of coronavirus, they'll be allowed to re-enter the campus. However, if the player tests positive after the second test, they will remain quarantined for at least one week. The league will have three hotels set up for 22 teams. The first group are the top four seeds in both conferences. They will stay at the Grand Destino. The next group is the teams that are the five through eight seeds will be at the Grand Floridian, and the ones who are fighting for a playoff spot will be at the Yacht Club. While players are not training or playing, they will have many activities to choose from. Players will be, will be required to wear a magic band that will be their room keys and for testing check-ins. There'll be lounges with TVs, gaming room with NBA 2K, movies, ping pong tables, and access to 24-hour VIP concierge. The league also added churches, yoga, virtual mind health sessions, and mental health services. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to mic a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. 
Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. The NCAA approved a six-week practice plan on Wednesday, which will allow college football to begin in July and will transition schools from current voluntary workouts to the mandatory practices and preseason camps to help prepare for the upcoming season. However, due to the ongoing pandemic, there still might not be a season. The season is set to kick off on August 29th. While many coaches and athletes are optimistic about having the season, many teams' athletic department are already having to deal with their athletes testing positive for the virus. Just last week, Houston had to cancel all activities due to six players testing positive for COVID-19. Schools are taking multiple precautions and going through many measures to create a plan to keep their players safe. However, athletic directors say there's only so much they can do to keep them safe when they leave the team facilities. Some schools, such as Ohio State and Indiana, make players and parents sign a pledge that forces the Center for Disease Control and Prevention Guidelines. The documents have led to some criticism and skepticism as liability questions loom. The NBA season will not be returning until July 30th. However, basketball is returning sooner than that. The basketball tournament will begin on July 4th and run through the 14th. It will be played in Columbus, Ohio, in Nationwide Arena, home of the Columbus Blue Jackets of the NHL. Because of the coronavirus pandemic, there will be no fans. The tournament will have 24 teams this year instead of the regular 64 and will be aired on ESPN. The tournament also announced it will bring two replacement teams just in case one team contracts COVID-19 before the event starts. The tournament started in 2014 by John Merger and has grown ever since. The tournament announced that Team Carbon Crew will be getting the number one seed after taking home the championship in 2019. The top 10 seeds are as followed. The number one seed is Carmen's Crew. The team is mostly made up of former Ohio State players that include Aaron Kraft and Will Burford. The number two seed will be Team Overseas Elite. Former Hawks and Nets player Joe Johnson, or also known as ISO Joe, is on the team along with TBT Tourney MVP Joe Kennedy. Team Bayheim's Army will be the three seed. The team is made up of former Syracuse players, former players such as Brandon Tisch and Chris McDowell. The four seed will be the Golden Eagles and made up of former Marquette players. Unfortunately, there will be no D-Wade on the team who is the greatest player in the history of Marquette basketball. The rest are Eblon Drive, Challenge ALS, The Muddy Team, Red Scare, Big X, and Beat Virginia. Miami Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard was arrested for domestic violence charges back in December. Howard and his wife got into an argument over the cost of a purse. He allegedly grabbed his wife's arm and threw her against the wall with glass in the hallway of their bedroom. He let go, which made her fall right into his her right arm and onto his crutches. According to the police report, his wife had physical scratches and redness on her right ar- wrist and forearm. His bond was $3,000. However, the NFL recently said the Dolphins' corner will not face any suspension or form of NFL discipline. He got cleared of legal discipline back in February when Broward County prosecutors had dropped the charge, but he still, up until now, had potentially faced NFL discipline. Howard has been dealing with a knee issue that caused him to only play in just four games last 
year, but just entering his prime, he's expected to pair up with Byron Jones to make up an underrated Dolphins secondary. The former second-round pick out of Baylor has 140 tackles, 35 breakups, and 12 interceptions in his 40 games played during his four-year career. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York has given the green light to allow the U.S. Open to be played. The U.S. Open for tennis is located in Queens, but it will be held without fans. The tennis world has been shut down since the coronavirus pandemic and has not had a major tournament for over six months. The U.S. Open is one of the four major championships to be played on August 31st. Back in March, Wimbledon, one of the most famous sporting events in the world, was canceled because of the outbreak. However, because of the insurance to the tournament, they were not able to lose as much money. The French Open will also help be held without fans on September 20th through October 4th. The U.S. Tennis Association will put strict guidelines for health and safety and to prevent the spread of COVID-19. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo stated on Tuesday, the numbers today looked very good. We're excited about the U.S. Open being held in New York City. It'll be held without fans, but we can watch it on TV, and I'll take that. Before the tournament begins, the U.S. Tennis Association will have a practice run in Cincinnati for players that are participating at the U.S. Open. CEO and Executive Director for USTA, Mike Dow, said after hearing the U.S. Open would be played on August 31st, We are incredibly excited. We recognize the tremendous responsibility of hosting one of the first global sporting events in these challenging times, and we will do so in the safest manner possible, mitigating all potential risks. Serena Williams, one of the greatest female tennis players of all times, is chomping at the bit to return to tennis. She took to Instagram on Wednesday and said, I feel like the USTA is going to do a really good job of ensuring everything is amazing and everyone is safe. It's going to be exciting. It's been over six months as a lot of us have played professional tennis. I certainly miss the fans. Don't get me wrong. Just being out there with that New York crowd and hearing everyone cheer, I'll really miss that in some of these tough matches. But this is crazy. I'm excited. However, not every tennis player in the world is happy about returning with no fans. Number one tennis player Novak Djokovic called it extreme and doesn't want to play without his company. Rafael Nadal, the number two tennis player in the world, expressed his concerns about playing in the U.S. Open. Tennis and sport without the fans loses every single thing. Days after Commissioner Rob Manford said he wasn't sure there would be a baseball season in 2020, the league has since made another proposal to the Players Association. This time, it would be 60 games, and the season would likely start on July 19th. According to MLB insider Jeff Passan, MLBPA Executive Director Tony Clark and Rob Manford met earlier this week in Arizona. For the first time since the March 26th agreement between the league and players, it will guarantee players a full pro salary through the new proposal. However, the players will likely want to move have more than 60 games in the season, but the League and Players Association might actually be on the same page. Ken Rodenthal of The Athletic broke it down on Twitter on Wednesday. 60 games in 70 days, season starting on July 19th or the 20th, full prorated salaries, expanded playoffs in 2020 and 2021, and waiving off any potential grievances from these Players Association. Commissioner Rob Manford said during a press conference on Wednesday, At my request, Tony Clark and I met for several hours yesterday in Phoenix. We left that meeting with a jointly developed framework that we agreed could form the basis of an agreement and the subject to conversation with their respective constituents. I summarized that framework numerous times in the meeting and sent Tony a written summary today. Consistent with our conversation yesterday, I'm encouraging the clubs to move forward and I trust Tony is doing the same. It seemed on Monday there might not be a season 2020 after Commissioner Rob Manford stated he wasn't 100% sure there would be a baseball season this year. 
Although, according to multiple reports, the players' union has yet to agree on the new plan and still isn't sure if they want to waive the grievances against the league. At this time, the owner's goal is to play a shorter season and expanded postseason that would not go late into October and early November. The league wants to avoid a second wave of the coronavirus, which could cost the MLB billions of dollars. The players' goal is to have as many games as possible and earn their full prorated salaries. This is great news for Major League Baseball and all the fans who desperately want their beloved sport to return.